0: From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. What is happening to the world's economies right now? breaking news in New York. Wall Street has just closed in the last few minutes on its worst day in more than 30 years. That is the closing bell on Wall Street. Sell-off accelerating here into the close. The Dow heading for its biggest one-day plunge since the 1987
1: crash. The Prime Minister has just announced a multi-billion dollar stimulus package. $10 billion stimulus package in a bid to avoid a recession caused by COVID-19.
0: We've heard a lot of announcements by our Prime Minister on how our government's going to help the Australian economy get through the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. But how can I help myself? Today, we're looking at whether we can recession-proof our finances and what steps we can take now to make sure we're okay during and after this whole coronavirus thing blows over. The COVID-19 coronavirus has created panic in more places than just the toilet paper aisle of your local supermarket. On Friday, the virus emergency sent Wall Street stocks plummeting to their lowest levels since the Black Monday crash of 1987, forcing them to suspend trade for the second time in a week. Here in Australia, it's not been much better. After reports of travel being suspended between Europe and the US last week, the Aussie Stock Exchange, or ASX, suffered another day of carnage, recording its worst losses since October 10, 2008, when the global financial crisis hit. Our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has been busy announcing stimulus packages for businesses and individuals to make sure our economy stays afloat during the crisis.
1: This plan is about keeping Australians in jobs. This plan is about keeping business in in business, particularly small and medium-sized businesses. And this plan is about ensuring the Australian economy bounces back stronger on the other side of it and with that, the budget bounces back with it.
0: And businesses, from the smallest all the way up to big guys like Qantas, are announcing drastic measures, including cutting their own salaries, to make sure they can keep trading while all this is going on.
1: We'll be asking management uh, to take a cut. I'll be taking no salary for the
0: rest of this financial year. But what does all this mean? Will Australia be sent back to the Paul Keating years? The accounts do show that Australia is in a recession. The most important thing about that is that this is a recession that Australia had to have. All a lot of us can recall from back in the 90s when the recession hit was that our parents' mortgage interest rate was something insane, like 18% compared to the three or four that we're paying now. So will I need to take measures to ensure that I'm financially okay through all this? And will our economy recover once the virus has done its thing and starts to fade from our daily discussion? Emily Stewart is a finance reporter for the ABC and contributor to the ABC's finance podcast, The Pineapple Project. Emily, firstly, what does it even mean to be in a recession? Well, Claire, basically it's just when the
1: country's economy shrinks over a period of six months. And economists call it a recession when there's two consecutive quarters of negative growth. And when we're talking about the economy, we're talking about gross domestic product. And essentially that just means all the stuff that Australia produces – all the goods and services. And so what's important to remember at the moment is that the Australian economy was already slowing before this horrible coronavirus hit. So we had the US trade war was making business pretty cautious and then we've had the ongoing drought and then bushfires. And so when coronavirus hit,
0: it was just like that last thing that really had a big impact. So why is that why is negative growth bad? So we're told that growth is good and we're always looking for growth and opportunity. Why is negative growth bad? What does that actually mean for us?
1: We want to continue making goods and services. So we want to keep producing stuff. Because what happens if a country goes into recession, usually what it can mean is some pretty big things. So businesses can often go under, unemployment can go up, and usually it's young people who have more trouble finding work. And even if you keep your job, you might be underemployed. So you're working less hours than you'd like to. And then wages won't grow and house prices likely drop and shares also tend to fall during a recession. So basically it's all pretty bad for everybody. So no one wants a recession. It's bad for the government. It's bad for us. It's bad for business. And it can be a bit of a downward spiral because we're all just people in the economy. Like I think people forget that it's not a rational place. It's all about emotions and feelings. And what happens is people tend to get More cautious with their spending. So you spend less money on things, and then businesses aren't making any money. So they might have to lay people off or they might shut down. And then those people without jobs spend even less. So it can be a bit of a downward spiral. So essentially, you want consumer confidence and business confidence to be high because you want to keep money flowing through the economy because it's better for everyone.
0: So this is why Scott Morrison has handed out in that stimulus package some money for people to go spending with.
1: Exactly. So there's basically two main levers, they call them, that we can do to try and prevent a recession. And one of them is stimulating the economy. So, it's putting money back into it. And the government recently has announced a really big stimulus package, about $18 billion, and they're hitting two areas of the economy to try and prevent this recession. One of them is giving cash payments to people on lower incomes. And the reason they're targeting people on lower incomes is that people tend to spend more of their money if you don't have that much money because basically you have to go out and and spend at the supermarket. You've got to put food on the table. So, that's one area. The other area they're hitting is business. So, they want businesses to stay afloat. So, they're doing things like giving tax breaks to big business. They're giving cash payments to smaller businesses to try and encourage them to, to keep people on and try and keep jobs. And things like subsidizing wages for apprentices to try and make sure that they're not Laid off and also put some money into the tourism sector. So that's one area. The other area comes from the central bank and the reserve bank. You've probably been hearing about how we're already cutting interest rates to record lows. And basically, that provides more disposable income to people and businesses. So they might still cut lower. And they might also use something called quantitative easing, which is essentially buying bonds. And that's to get more money flowing through the economy as well. So there's those two main factors and they're both working at the moment, as in the government and the central bank are both working hard to try and stop a recession from happening.
0: So why is it then, when we talk about recession, because Australia had one in the early 90s, why were interest rates so high then? My mum and dad were always complaining that they paid 18% interest on their mortgage. Why was that the case back then?
1: Well, we had those sort of heady days of the 80s where people were going into a lot of debt, businesses were spending a lot, and yes, interest rates were very high, but it was a time of spending and, and parties and all the rest of it, apparently. And when the recession hit, often a recession does come after a time of amazing growth and good times. So the recession hit in the early 90s, and then since then we've had 30 years of economic growth, so that's pretty astonishing. And that's why most of us have never really experienced a recession. But for those that went through it, it was pretty grim. Unemployment went up to about 11%, and that was mainly young people. And the government did various things to try and get over that recession. But I think it's more important to look at the most recent time when we had a threat of recession, and that was during the global financial crisis of 2008. And many countries did fall into a recession, but Australia managed to avoid it. And there was a few reasons there businesses weren't as exposed to the subprime mortgage crisis in America and that's sort of what kicked it off. We had exports to China, but also the Rudd government did a stimulus package and you probably remember there were cash handouts then to people of about $900. So, there was a few reasons why we avoided it, but we've had astonishing economic growth for the last 30 years.
0: So, Is there anything I can do personally right now to protect myself against a potential recession or from maybe even just some hard times that might be coming financially? Can I take measures now that will help me, I don't know, recession-proof myself?
1: Well, the first thing to do is really don't panic because it's very unsettling news to think, oh, there's a recession. We're already feeling very unsettled because of coronavirus and the health implications. So don't panic about your finances. And if I was talking from a country's point of view, I'd say make sure you keep spending and particularly support Australian businesses. But there are a few sensible things you can do to protect yourself as an individual. Essentially, the biggest impact to individuals is really around if the breadwinner of the family or if you lose your job, that's really the biggest problem. So I think just doing some sensible things like trying to cut back on spending on credit. So try and pay down your debts, especially those with high interest rates like credit cards or personal loans. Put a little bit of money away for an emergency just in case you do find that you're out of work for a little while because it might be a bit tricky to get another job. And just maybe cut back on some of the luxury items that you might be spending on. Just be a little bit sensible is what I'd be doing.
0: Can we talk about our superannuation for a sec? Because we know that that is really tied into the stock market and it's some pretty grim news coming from stock markets of late of like record-breaking dives. Should we be worried that we're potentially losing, you know, tens of thousands of dollars off our super right now?
1: It's so gut-wrenching and horrible to look at what the share market's been doing, particularly over the last couple of weeks. It's going up and down like a roller coaster. And if you've got shares, I'm sure people are feeling awful. And if you're worried about your super, yes, we do have a lot of shares in our super. Most people have a lot of shares in their super. But again, you can't panic because when you're investing, it's usually for the long term. And so, we expect to have these sort of ups and downs. And in the long term, even when you look at what happened during the global financial crisis when when shares also went down, they do go back up over the long term. So, I think some of the advice from the experts is don't panic sell because when you sell, that's when you actually realize those losses. So, what we're talking about at the moment is paper losses. So, if you've seen your super go down or your shares go down, it's horrible, but it actually isn't real money yet because you haven't sold them. And so, over time, the opportunity for capital growth is still there. It's only when you actually sell them that you don't own those shares anymore and so there's no future opportunity to benefit again from that investment.
0: Do we know what kind of businesses will be hit hardest by the situation we're facing right now? We know there's some pretty obvious ones, people who run companies, tourism companies in particular, and like airlines, those guys are being hit hard because they're basically the, the, the first line of defence here against coronaviruses by stopping them from travelling. But is there anyone else who's going to be hit hard by this virus?
1: It's tourism and we're already seeing big companies like Qantas and Flight Centre having difficulty because people are basically not traveling. There's education is a huge sector for Australia and we have a lot of international students. And if everyone's in lockdown, it makes it very difficult for the education sector. Retail, because how I was mentioning the confidence of consumers mean we often spend less. So, retail is likely to be hit hard. But you've also got to remember there are opportunities. You've got to think about the trends. What changes if perhaps things get worse, if we're in lockdown, if businesses can't operate? There will be businesses that do benefit from a change in lifestyle. So maybe it's businesses that do remote working or or platforms for remote working, or maybe it's online businesses. So there will be big downsides for some industries, there'll be big upsides, and some industries will just sort of stay along pretty stable.
0: Scott Morrison has announced a $17.6 billion stimulus package, as we've mentioned some of the ins and outs of that already. But do we Do we have confidence that it's enough? Are we confident that our government has got this under control?
1: Well, no one really knows, and that's the problem. Economists sort of have had mixed responses. They feel like it's a great first step. It's definitely better than doing nothing because it is one of those two big levers that we can use to try and slow down this slowing. And so, I think the government did say that there was the ability to increase that package if it needs to. But until we really know what's happening with coronavirus and what sort of impact it's going to have, whether we're going to have to stay at home, whether you know businesses are going to shut down, it's very difficult to predict whether or not it will actually stop a recession. And the general feeling from the economy is that it's likely that we're going to go into a recession in the next few months. But the good news is that if things stay pretty stable, if the predictions are correct, things should improve in the second half of the year. So it's not likely to be a huge recession like we saw in the early 90s. They're hoping that it's more of a giant disruption rather than a big recession. But of course that could all change if the impacts of coronavirus get worse.
0: Don't panic, shares and super are the long game. Keep spending with Aussie companies, put some money away in case of an emergency and cut back on luxury items for the short term. Some sound advice to get us through what could be a few months of coronavirus complications. This episode of The Quickie was produced by Gemma Bath with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if you're in need of a bit of a departure from everything coronavirus right now, why not get into some trashy TV talk with twins Claire and Jessie Stevens as they break down a bit of maths goss for you. Check out Mamma Mia Recaps in your favourite podcast app now.